Welcome to HIPAA Talk. Total HIPAA Compliance, host of this podcast, helps health insurance agents, employers who offer health benefits plans, business associates, and healthcare providers complete the required HIPAA documentation through our HIPAA Prime service. We also provide online HIPAA training. Drew Green, the Director of Information Technology and Security Services for Thomas, Judy, and Tucker, a North Carolina-based CPA and professional services firm, talks with Jason Karn, Chief Compliance Officer for Total HIPAA. Mr. Green answers the question, why Macs are inherently more secure against hackers and malware. I, I see this a lot on the web, and I, um, I, I, I personally think that this is a very, uh, this is a, a very um, pompous stance that Mac users have that they're immune to hacks and vulnerabilities. They feel like, hey, you know, there's no viruses, there's no malware. I mean, there's certain elements of malware that are coming out these days. Uh, for for the Mac universe, but they say, hey, we're only five percent of the population. Why do we need to worry? Because nobody's nobody's worrying about hacking us. Mm-hmm. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? So yeah, um, Apple did a really great job in the early 2000s advertising that their platform was more secure than Windows, and uh, for various reasons, it sort of was. Uh, I think mostly because of what you just described—the security through well, not security through obscurity, but basically Macs were more uh, obscure systems. You're going to find. Uh, much less of them. So the uh, criminals were focusing on the, you know, other 95% of uh, systems out there, the, well, mostly Windows machines. And so uh, these days, um, Apple does a really, uh, they do a really good job of trying to implement security on their systems. And uh, they're not immune from malware or from really any type of hacking, but uh, for it, there, there was a lot less, let's, let's see how I can put this. There, there are many more controls in place on Macs by default than on Windows as far as standard operation. Now, uh, don't quote me on this because they might have changed this recently, but when I bought a Mac uh, four years ago, uh, it it didn't come with the firewall enabled on it. Now, right. I know that had been a problem for a while, but uh, every any Windows system you buy these days is going to have a firewall turned on by default. But there's uh, there's uh, in recent years some security features <clears throat> built into the Mac operating system that will prevent any untrusted software from running on the system, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are Windows equivalents, but uh, Windows systems, uh, especially consumer systems, do not come with any of that configured by default. Uh, it's one of the things I recommend businesses implement, but you're not going to find this on home computers. So uh, there's also lots of other uh, potential risks on a Mac that a Windows machine uh, might be able to avoid. Uh, I read something several years ago with that said uh, basically Apple was 10 years behind Windows or so as far as their security was concerned. Now, this might have been longer ago than I think. Maybe it was five or six years ago, but uh, they've done they've done a lot in recent years to improve that. Uh, but I would say by default, I think a Mac system is less likely to uh, become infected with uh, malware, not not 
just because there are fewer systems out there and fewer people targeting them, but just because of those uh, the uh, trusted code requirements that Macs need to run. Now, it's very easy to turn those off, and I turn those off because what I do on my Mac requires software from uh, you know people outside of the, the App Store, and so you yeah. have to start turning off controls. But for the really basic consumer that just wants to browse the Internet and use their email, there's not a lot of reason to turn those security features off. And with those enabled, uh, they're going to be relatively secure to, to untrusted code, a.k.a. malware. Right, right. Uh, from a hacking standpoint, when you're going into uh, into those sorts of things, I mean, do you find that a you know a Mac-based net network or system is that is there any difference on that for you as far as going in as a hacker? Or are you you're saying with the earlier when you were you were working with somebody who had consumer-based uh, basically you know hardware that it was it was frighteningly easy to get into? Do you find that that's the case, or you know have you had much experience in that in that realm? Yeah, I, in practice, I haven't really worked with that many Macs that I found uh, at my clients. I think there, there was one particular client that, uh, excuse me, uh, had uh, some of them in their network, uh, one of which I gained access to, but, um, well, I gained access through uh, a remote access utility logged me in, which is sort of like uh, TeamViewer, that kind of stuff. So. Once I had access, I had access. So right. not, uh, not a lot of ex uh, uh, exploit exploration uh, was done after that point. So I can't mm -hmm. I can't say for sure. But um, uh, one one issue that Macs often present is that you have a lot of unmanaged systems on a network. So you have mm -hmm. a, uh, rather than a bunch of Windows machines that are connected to Microsoft Active Directory that have group policies applied, which are basically settings that everyone gets that can either be security focused or otherwise, uh, you can join Macs to Active Directory and you can uh, implement uh, specific software that will lock down Macs and allow similar capabilities, but I find that that is much less common within mm -hmm. businesses. Um, there are uh, a lot of businesses where they have Macs. Maybe it's a bring-your-own-device setup where mm -hmm. the Macs aren't even owned by the company. Maybe it's a personal machine of the employee, and so it's uh, you know running whatever, and you, you don't know what's coming into your network. Uh, there's There's no good reason why that's the case, but it tends to be, so. Right. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this installment of HIPAA Talk. If you have any questions you would like to communicate with our experts, you can find us on Twitter at TotalHIPAA or our website, www.totalhipaa.com or email us at info at totalhipaa.com.